Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. What are you doing? What's up there, brother? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday and... Uh, COVID watch. Co- COVID watch. It's Thursday. Still waiting for the results. <laughs> yeah. Nostril mayhem. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's kind of crazy, <laughs> man. It's, uh, you know, I, I go get this thing done and it's all about like sort of laying low and whatever. Has it made uh, you want to reevaluate your life? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'll tell you what it, what it makes you reevaluate is like I sit at home like this and I'm like if I did this whole the bills <laughs> I could do this whole like covid watch. I could be on I could be yeah. on rom. Right, exactly. I'm like, huh. You know, time. what what would I do with what would I do with myself? Uh, I, I'm sure I could find things. I could find things to do. I went out yesterday and uh, I got out the leaf blower. You know, I uh, with it with the onset of fall around here and finally living in a place where I have a uh, a backyard and a patio and all that stuff. Did I'm you like, get a a a chargeable wireless? Uh, leaf blower no or... no 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 dude i don't I, it, the space i have doesn't warrant it so like it's on you get a fan basically <laughs> <laughs> one of those one of those little battery powered plants right right it's like the, it's like it's like, it's like the fans that you use on like like at the uh at the baseball game you know yeah, you hold you it in your hands yeah no i mean i got one that you plug it in you know what i mean with an extension cord it's electric uh yeah so i mean you know it's it does what i need it to do the thing i could not figure out though was that it's actually one of these ones that's supposed to be like it's a leaf blower but then it has an attachment where you can turn it into a vacuum oh no oh yes you went from suck to blow (laughs) (laughs) yes yes we've gone from suck suck to to blow. blow Yeah, I mean, dude, but I, I've got hashtag look... first spaceball. Oh, uh, there it uh, is, first first quote. movie reference of the day. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's like I've got to find the I've got to find the the manual for this because the attachment they give you to hook up this like because you have obviously it's like there's the fan in there, and when it's when it's blowing, it's pulling air through the bottom of it, and it's blowing out the nozzle for the leaf blower, right? Well, if yeah. you're doing the vacuum option, you attach this nozzle to that that fan underneath. So now it's just in reverse. You know, you follow. So yeah. like it's it has like a backpack thing that hooks up, and it's all looks high speed. But I could not figure out nozzle the vacuum nozzle to it. I said, "Fuck it, I'll just I'll just do the leaf blower thing, and I'll." blow them over here under these you know trees that are in the yard and whatever it was nice to get this stuff cleaned up though because dude around here i mean i don't know how it is down there but i mean at this point now we're getting into like this we're in late fall yeah no it's confusing around here is it 75 82 and then 
36 you know well so the, the, yeah the foliage is confused ah. well no right exactly the leaves are like what are we doing uh, are, <laughs> are we, we supposed falling? to fall off the trees or are we getting green <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it's it, it's uh i mean to be honest it's kind of the same thing here i mean i was just looking at the weather forecast and like tomorrow it's supposed to be like 64 degrees here and we're in november so that's sort of weird you know, Indian summer. Isn't it's, nice? Yeah, but I, I don't know. The, the whole Indian summer. I'm like, isn't Indian summer like at the end of September? I mean, I remember that. Yeah, it is November. Was, yeah. I mean, it's November now. I mean, we're in fall legitimately. I don't know. But what's uh, weird to me is that that there's no baseball going on. Right. Well, now. We, had you and I talked about that before, we were wondering what the deal was with with hockey. Like they just did the Stanley Cup like. Are they just going to, like, in a couple of weeks, start a new season over again? Right, and that's what they're talking about with basketball. That's too. what I heard. I heard that they're basically like, like – They want to start basketball up in December, and some of the guys are like, yeah, I'm not going to play the first couple of, like, months. Well, see, but that's what <laughs> – but, you know, something – that's the thing with basketball that I will say sort of drives me crazy is this whole notion that some of these players have where they're like – what do they call it? Where they basically pick and choose what games they're going to play. Right. Because they're like, well, I mean, I just can't overstress my body, so I'm just going to play the really important games. And I'm like, dude. But when the L.A. Lakers play, let's just say, Oklahoma, right? Right. And I see that on the schedule. And if I'm an o- even if I'm from Dallas, because Oklahoma City is not that far away from Dallas. Yeah. And I know I can see LeBron James. And then I save – money for me and my five kids yeah. to go watch that. Would you that. not be pissed? And then he shows up like, I'm not going to play. I'm resting. Right, exactly. This game's not worthy of me. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. Especially when you look at the money that they get paid. Like, dude, you are getting paid millions and dollars to get out there and play a game. At the highest level. At, at the highest level, absolutely. And these people are, you know, the people like ourselves who are just average Joes who going to a sporting event, especially when you're bringing your kids, is a huge deal. Yep. I mean, it's an investment to make that happen. And to show up and these guys are like, eh, I'm not playing tonight. I'm like, dude, that is so BS, man. It, well, because even even if a, if a band cancels because of illness, like nine times out of ten, they're like, we're going to redo the concert. Sure. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and l- like I say, it just... Ugh. I, I mean, and, and, I, and that's like you're saying about the NBA, like these guys being, oh, you know, they played you, you played an abbreviated season, did they not? Though, yeah, they did. And, you know, I would want I'd want to know I need to do some research. What are they doing for all the people that had season tickets? Like for all the games that got played in the bubble, like. Hey, I had oh, tickets. you know, all those people got freaking, you know, they all got screwed, dude. Come on. I mean, wouldn't yeah, it be like I, I don't would it be like worldwide news or something if one of these organizations was like we're going to reimburse everybody that had freaking season tickets and whatever? Because Lord knows the world doesn't need uh, people to do the right thing. Right, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like, you know damn well these people are like, well, sorry. I mean, it's like it's like, hey, uh, here's your free hot dog. Right, exactly. We'll get we'll send the you next a, game. We'll send you a T-shirt. You know, you, whatever. You, you get the free. $12 hot dog. The free exactly. Yeah, we'll send you a meal, we'll send you a package for a, a a pretzel and a soda. 
you know, whatever. $32. Uh-huh. A 20, <laughs> it costs $32 I do, at the dude, stadium. Like, some of the food that you get at these sporting <laughs> events, though, man, is ridiculous. I, like, have you ever gone to one of these sporting events and they sell, like, the giant pretzel? Okay, well, I, I've been to many a sporting venue watching sports or concerts or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, and I've worked those places. When I was in Memphis, um, our organization got a booth, and so I would work the booth. Yeah, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, the, the amount of money that people, you know, pay and all that is not worth it. Oh, no. But no way. I, I will say that I have been to the Dallas Cowboys, the new stadium. Right. And got tickets in the mezzanine level, mm. uh, the the uppity up like not watching the Cowboys game, uh, watching like either a boxing match. I've been to boxing and two soccer games at that same so venue. The, yeah, so two soccer games that I went to, I was like three rows from the field, right? right so then sure. we got access to the super posh ultra, dude. Kobe beef hamburgers. Oh yeah. Yep. Shrimp like bang bang shrimp, like all yeah, that yeah. shit. The and, the and legit the pri- chow. But here's the messed up thing. The prices were as equal. You get a Kobe beef uh hamburger and then go outside that area and go to the common people places. Right. And get a regular fucked up hamburger and it'd be the same fucking price. <laughs> right. Dude, it's crazy, right? Like you pay eighteen dollars for a hamburger and fries and a coke. Yep. Right. And you go out to the to the other seats. The other seats. Right. And you pay eighteen dollars, but it's just a regular, probably an eighty twenty hamburger. Right. But then I'm getting Kobe beef. Right. The regular Allegedly. hamburger that looks like somebody stepped on it. Right. Yeah. Because I paid more for the. Uh, the ticket for the ticket yeah yeah i uh, know it's come it, on it, it's dude. crazy it's crazy come on but yeah that, that, that... how much is this 32 ounce beer 40 dollars. right exactly well just like you said it's like going to the concerts you know you go to the concerts we were talking a few episodes ago about the about the the mosh pit thing you know and you see some dude standing next to the mosh pit with you know with with some 20 dollar you know it cost him 12 bucks for a, a, a 16 ounce beer and you know, some dude from the mosh pit comes flying out and levels this dude and his $20 <laughs> beer just went flying all over the place. Yeah. I mean, personally, you got to be a little crazy to be standing next to the mosh pit with a $20 beer in your hand. Like, but that guy made a decision. He did. And you know he, what? he did. And, and I'm going to have a $20 beer, 16 ounce beer. Yep. Or I'm not going to eat Taco Bell five times in a week. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I mean, the, I guess I'm not eating this. But, but that's, I mean, but those are, the, those are the choices that you make. I mean, you're at the show and you're like, uh, do I try to sneak liquor in here or do I go buy the $20 beer? I mean, what are you going to do? Or do you pregame in the, in the park? Well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was like the, that, that same show we were talking about and, you know, going to OzFest, NotFest out in San Bernardino and the people pull up next to us. And we're sitting there pre-gaming in the parking lot. And these people are pre-gaming. And they were a little bit younger. And they were getting really fucked up. And, like, we finally decided, hey, we should probably go inside. And they start following us. Like, yeah, man, let's go. You know, whatever. And we're sort of, like, we're, we're, we're all sort of looking at each other. Like, okay, we got to create some distance between us and these guys. Like, we're not spending the evening with these folks. And so we go to the show, whatever. It gets out super late. It's, like, 1 in the morning. We come walking out. 
you know, we're walking over by, you know, get back in the car and these same people are standing by their car and they never even got in the show, JB. Yeah, sometimes I don't, I mean, like I, I, I've been to many uh, Jimmy Buffett concerts. Yes, I have. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And that whole experience pre-gaming. Bless you. Is something to be holding, but, but I just never understood people like, Getting like that blotto, and and you want to know what it was? They got they got super fucked up, and they went to go into the show, and they realized, I guess somehow I don't remember exactly what the details were, uh, but somehow they lost the keys to their car. (laughs) Yeah, and I of course they did, and then they couldn't like they, they couldn't leave. Because they couldn't start their car. Somehow they never even got into the venue. I mean, just... I'm like, dude, you spent all this money to come to this metal... Like, this hard rock festival? And you didn't even get in the gate? Like, you spent the entire night sitting by your car. Like, wait... And that's at least over 100 bucks. Oh, dude, easily. And they were... And the and basically, they sat there the entire time because they were from... I don't even know where. They were from someplace that was, like, four hours away. And that insane i'm like dude that blows <laughs> look you got too jacked up and you always see it like you say you talk about going to the jimmy the jimmy buffett thing you, you know you pregame in the parking lot and it's a great time but every time you know you'd be like okay let's go you know let's head inside it's time to rock and roll every time you're walking through that parking lot you're seeing this handful of people who are just like blotto like they showed up, they started they started partying in the parking lot, and they are passed out, like underneath a car, or in the back seat of a car, whatever. Even yeah, and even going to festivals that like I've performed at, and then you know it's a four day festival. You're camping out and you're doing that, and just going and walking through the campgrounds of where people are staying yeah. and shit, and like I'm like, how can you be messed up? Like whether it's weed. And and beer or just whatever you know, yeah, just whatever. Um, like this entire like you're not even enjoying no, it. Like, like it's four like days, four days of that. Yes. Four days just being jacked, just jacked. jacked. Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. I'm like you're not. No, enjoying I, and I know it. that for myself. You're not remember. I should say you're not remembering it. Did you just did you just hear, so it's did you just hear that? No, okay. No, no. My phone dipped out real quick because somebody was trying to call me, and I'm like, ah. I, I was just wondering whenever my phone rings and we're on the air, like if you can actually hear oh, my yeah. phone go. You got <laughs> to put it on sleep. Is that mode. what it? Not airplane mode, but sleep, sleep mode? mode. The little oh, half okay. moon. Okay. Well, I, just yeah. thought, I learned something new about my phone every day because, uh, yeah, because I uh, let me see sleep mode. What is that under? The little half. Oh, the if do, you do the from do the right disturb. and go diagonal. But... Yep. Okay, so hit do not disturb. Okay. Yeah. Because I had I had supposedly hit this by accident, or I didn't understand what it was, and for weeks my kids were trying to call my phone, and they're like, "There's something wrong with your phone. It goes straight to voicemail." But whenever I try calling, it doesn't even ring. And I'm like, "Huh? That's weird. Like maybe I don't know. Maybe my voicemail is full or something. You know." And then there was this really important phone call. My daughter was trying to call me, whatever. 
And I finally realized that it had been on, like, do not disturb this entire time. But I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Technology guy. Technology man. Yeah. So there was that. I'm technology, <laughs> technology man. man. So, uh, yeah. I. So, all right. It looks like everyone's like thinks that the Bob Ross. I know. I haven't. I haven't checked Ross out the results. The I will say I was a little disappointed. It looks like the it looks like the voting was not too intense, which I was hoping that the voting would be a little more intense than it was. Uh, but it looks like some folks did get on here. Uh, I did. I voted. For you the did. Bob okay. Ross, so right it like so. So for the for the Bob Ross, according to uh, it looks like this photo that was part of Jimbo's Halloween costume poll, uh, Bob Ross, it looks like uh, six, six people voted. Yeah, six people voted, and it looks like thirty six people were quote unquote reached, which tells me thirty six people I guess looked at it. And that was like 30. That means 30 out of the 36 that I'm not voting. Hey, listen, both the gens. They did. They did. The heavy metal, uh, the heavy metal, uh, two two tone metalhead only got three votes. And by the way, something that I can pull up on this is surprising, but Wallace does not like our page. What? What do you mean she doesn't like our page? I just invited her to like our page because it says if someone doesn't like it that voted on it. Oh, okay. Well, like I'm, page. That, yeah, that I'm going to have, have to have words with, uh, with Wallace. <laughs> She's actually, I'm in, I'm in uh, pretty unusual circumstances today, to be honest with you, because she's uh, she working a 16-hour shift today. Maybe, maybe it was saved. Yeah, probably wait. I'll probably... <laughs> She probably saved that yeah, one. Yeah, probably, to... but it's it's really weird because even on days that she works, she's always here in the evening, and or days that I work, I come home, she's already here because she's yeah you know, she leaves so early in the morning. So it's really kind of weird being in the house right now. Like I'm actually doing the show from my living room with my big seventy five inch television on. Uh, doing the show and that never happens because like there's always somebody who's here in the living room usually her so i'm either outside doing my thing uh listening to the planes fly overhead or i'm upstairs doing the show so uh kind of weird it puts me in this like i i actually found myself with the opportunity to play some of the cowboy game today and sort of become reacquainted with uh how to make my little guy run around and how to make him aim his gun uh, and that's been fun. Uh, oh, okay. I think no, about no, no, no. I'm talking Cowboy about Red Dead game. Redemption. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, have, you, have you watched uh, Jack Black play no. that? Yeah. <laughs> he streams it. He streams it. He streams it on, on, uh, on, yeah. on YouTube. Right. It's YouTube Thursday. But he streams it on YouTube, and then he makes up his own, like, like characters awesome. with it. <laughs> yeah it's no, amazing it's, it seriously is like you know it's kind of funny i got to this next level in the game where all of a sudden i was on a ship and it it got shipwrecked and we i my guy found himself on this island and it's supposed to be something that's almost like cuba and there's like i don't know these these 
uh, sugarcane farmers are, you know, fighting. A, there's some junta, whatever, and everybody's speaking Spanish and what it's totally a, a, a total departure from what the first couple chapters of the sh- of the the game have been, which have been like traditional like American West or like you know um, like American South kind of thing. Um, so it's kind of cool, you know, it's sort of interesting getting into like a next level thing, but it's just, it's weird being in the house and like Wallace isn't here. It's just very odd, very odd. And I mean, she's supposed to be working until like 11 o'clock tonight and she had to be in there at six 30 this morning. I'm like, man, (laughs) that is biting off a lot to chew. That's a lot of work. I'm just sitting here, you know, protecting right. the community. <laughs> right. for my results. Exactly. Yep. You know, I, I, I can't I mean, help rules it. Is rules. rules. I just got to stay here. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. So you can't go you know, anywhere. I do what I can. You know? Do what I can, you know, being an upstanding citizen, <laughs> you know, trying to, uh, you know, and, and, I, and, and this whole thing is, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. This, this whole, like, go get tested, go lock yourself away thing just nuts but uh yeah so it, it's yeah protocols, protocols you know it is kind of crazy though i will tell you that uh i, I know that it's not Mute, new music monday but i saw an ad about or it was on facebook or something and it was about um james maynard keenan lead singer from tool and his collaboration Beautiful voice. What a beautiful beautiful voice. voice. Yeah, like he, he uh, <laughs> him collaborating with this band, uh, Pussifer? Pucifer? Oh. Have you ever heard of this band? Can you, can you, can you use uh, it no. in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> she attempted to, she attempted to, uh, uh, Jesus, that's tough. <laughs> I was going to say she attempted to. Uh, Is it P U S S P U S C? Like it's almost like Lucifer oh, with a P at the front. Lucifer. Oh, because it's I guess. the devil. Because it's the devil. Right. That the, area oh, in the maybe that's what devil. it is. Well, I guess that's, you know, there you go. So, uh, yeah, it's very different. I've never heard of this band before. They apparently have put out a number of albums. Um, a serious departure from what you would think of with Tool or uh, uh, Perfect Circle, any of those bands. Very, very unusual. Very techno. Not a whole lot of not a lot, not a whole oh. lot of distorted guitar and you know wild uh, Danny Carey drums and that type of thing. So uh, if uh, if anybody out there you have the time, maybe I'll share something on our page with it. But uh, and I mean, maybe all of those six people, you know, or those all of all of those 36 people who 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 were who reached the Bob Ross photo, maybe all of them will actually have an opportunity to check out a, a little something if I share it on the page. So, uh, and, you know, at this point, I mean, our audi- our audience has been growing. We've gone from 300 to tens. <laughs> well, you know what? I just sent out eleven hundred and forty-four mm. invites. How did you do that? Page. Did you uh, just go to like you, your friend you go list? Go to our page, and yeah. it says invite friends, and you hit invite friends, and then you hit. I mm-hmm. said select all, 
and I, it, it won't do uh, all of them. Okay. Maybe I'll try uh, giving that a shot. So, look at that. I already got two. See, two just popped there up. There we go. Three, yep. three just popped up. <laughs> three just popped up right now. In seconds. Within seconds of, <laughs> within seconds of us begging for some pity. <laughs> Somebody is... Seconds of, of right. Jimbo's complaining. <laughs> and I was like, this will, not stand. this will not stand. No. <laughs> this will but not yeah. stand. No, like I... We're, but I mark my words. Tomorrow okay. we'll have 400. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what Watch. happens. For show. For show. But, uh... No, but, uh, dude, so... I'm sitting at work, and I'm thinking of, like... You know, I'm I'm in charge of media. Like, how can we get yes. out there? We're in the band. How how do we how do we get out there? But it's to go back to like, you know, how do you get people to like your page? Uh, right. If they don't know about it. Yeah. No, I know. And, and I think that that's. I mean, I think that. Well, first of all, it doesn't help that you know. I have to, you know, I'm, I'm calling, you know, uh, to be fair, I'm, another person has okay. liked it. Just throwing that out there. All right. We're at four now. Um, but okay. I'm, oh, five, five. It's popping right. all over the place. Yep. This is insane. We've, we've gone up 0.02%. 0.02%. But if they don't know about it. You, you, no, that's, yeah. And that's exactly, I think that that's. Because have you, have you ever been like a door to door person? Uh, no. Like you've never had to sell like chocolate bars for or like popcorn or nothing like that for like sports no. or no no really I would always just oh. give the little I'd give the little you know the little catalogs and the order forms and they'd take them to work and they'd set them out for their coworkers to choose stuff you know what I'm talking about. That's, that's no, what I know, I, that's but I'm I just always, like no, as a see, kid. You gotta understand, man. Like, I, I mean, unless unless my parents were gonna take me out somewhere across town to do that kind of thing, I grew up in an area where there was like there was no neighborhood to go do those things. We're at six. Okay, seven. We're at seven. Eight, eight, eight. No, that's so uh, I'm sorry. So you gotta walk. You got you. You, you, you got no you gotta town to me. take you out. You gotta you gotta walk. Invite friends. Is that it? Is that it? Invite friends. Yeah. Select all. Yeah. I have fifteen friends. <laughs> I'm inviting them all right now. It literally said I have fifteen friends. I have fifteen friends. First of all, you know what? They're probably okay. Is that what friends. it is? Why would I only have fifteen? I'm more than, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't have more than 15 friends on, on Facebook. I don't know. I mean, I think I do, but maybe it's just because, like, everybody hates everything I post and they've just, like, unfriended me and I just don't <laughs> know it. It's only now that I come to the realization I've got 15 friends. Well, let me see. Let me see. How? But it says, but it says I have 336 friends on my regular Facebook page. So why does it say that I only have 36 friends on our show's Maybe maybe they all like maybe it's all your friends that like it. I don't I don't know, but I'm gonna see. How do I know? How do I know if they're? How do I know if they're liking it? If I invite my friends, 
It's just something that pops up says like one more like. There's like a ticker. Is that how it works? The, you know what? That like the the title of the show is like Rainbow <laughs> Discovers the Internet. <laughs> I'm just I'm wondering. I'm asking honestly. I don't know. How do we know? Uh, so uh, you you go to yeah, I'm already on it. Great. And it at it shows like who likes our page. It shows who likes our page. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Another one. Oh man, there's some interesting people that are liking it. Peter Nogus. He's an artist. Another one. Bill. Jo- oh man, all these people. They're getting shout outs too. Uh see what there was. Okay. You can go to Oh, look at that. We got Is anyone like messaging Joe Miller, man? We let's get, we need him, to on get him on the show. Well, uh, I, I, let me look me and see number. if I have his number. Though your sister is the Yeah, she really seems to enjoy Here, hold on a second. With Jeremy. Jeremy. Here we go. Blammo. You can try to zap him, pull him into the freaking text message of destiny. It's 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 good to get like perspective. Well, from a long time you know, like, listener, because hey. he apparently has listen, been listening to us from the very beginning. So it'd be kind of, you know. Uh, but I have a much, yeah. uh, I have a fairly decent list of people who who like this page. Um. Yeah. Here we go. He has a six one nine number. Uh, yeah, San Diego. No, he lives in North Carolina. Does he live in San Diego? Oh yes, indeed it is. Right I think he lives down in Camp Lejeune. I believe. I believe that's where he's Lejeune. from. Where he's? It's Lejeune. Is it Lejeune? I, I don't or care Lejeune? what anybody says. I don't understand where the Lejeune thing comes from. And maybe I'm completely wrong. People who are out there listening to this, sh- they're like, "You're completely wrong." And I guess maybe if if I am wrong, then then by all means, post something on share something on our page. <laughs> right. If you know what, share something on the page and and educate us as to exactly why it's Lejeune. Uh, unless maybe that's I don't know. Is that a, like a Cajun pronoun- pronunciation or something? But that's what I mean. I but the ca- the French Cajuns are French. Thing? I mean, that's why they're like they were Acadians. They became Cajuns. French. The eggs, Here well, we go with the is, Acadian you know? thing again. That's why I'm getting that ping ping ping. I know. Like, fact total. Got that 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 lingo going on, man. You know? Huh? Ten. Ten. See, ten. I don't see. I, ten. Should that be telling me too? I don't know. Community, general, mm. yeah. So, Shipboat <laughs> discovers the internet. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> that is great. So did. So did you, did you load up movies I on did. your iPad for the I flight? Did. Uh, well, I was talking in the last episode. I was talking about 1922. 
So that Stephen King thing, I watched that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I did watch most of it. I didn't get to finish it, but most of There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis. Dude, that guy blows my mind. As in... How is he not? Like, he it, well, he's time. certainly one. Of, he's one of the most famous method actors of our time. You know, he. Uh, somebody was telling me that they heard an, an interview, I guess, with his wife or something, and they were asking her, like, "So, how does it feel having a husband who's a method actor?" And she was like, "Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it so long as you don't mind waking up in the morning next to Abraham Lincoln." Because when he's undertake, and that was the thing is, you talked to when he when he did Lincoln, he was Lincoln all the time. He was. Lincoln. It wasn't like he was just Lincoln when the cameras were rolling. He is so completely engrossed in this character that that becomes the who he is for the entire thing, the entire time. Uh, so yeah, but I, I and I know that most of his acting is really intense. At least I think that it is. Um, what was the, what was the film that he was in, in the name of the father? Dude, what an incredible film. Yes. Uh, and same thing. Really, really intense. Um, but you know, I've, I've enjoyed, enjoyed all of his stuff. Gangs of New York, obviously that was legendary film. That was wow. Um, so yeah, you know, I watched that. Uh, I had downloaded a couple episodes of Peaky Blinders, which I don't know if you've gotten into that series at all. Have not. I I completely the got Queen's into the Gambit, Queen's Gambit. I haven't Gambit. even heard of. Well, first of all, I am a chess player. I, yeah, I don't know if okay. anybody knows, but I play chess. And it's about chess. It's it's an actual novel but they made it into a Netflix movie and really? it's pretty fucking amazing. Okay. Yeah. The queen the and Queen's Netflix Gambit. The queen Gambit. Um, so yeah, uh, watch some of that, you know, like I say, um, there was one show Badland, that I downloaded off of Netflix and I thought it would be kind of cool. Oh, I'll tell you something. There was one, uh, God, I'd have to look it up. I can't remember what it was. Let me look this up real quick. Um, where is that? It was... Okay, first of all, two things I watched. Uh, one, a documentary. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's a documentary called The Social Dilemma. I, I think, I don't know if you and I, maybe yes, we talked about yep. this. I may, I've, I've, like holy I got mackerel I dude i mean the <laughs> fact that you're talking well they've got people in this documentary that are like heads of these companies or former ceos and them talking about how social media has decided that they're basically going to it's about your time you know they talk about no of course and and i know we've had multiple like me and friends like we're talking about like having allergies and like, oh, I take Zyrtec. And then all of a sudden I go right. to Facebook and I get all yeah. these Zyrtec ads. Well, it was, I mean, it's, it was, there, what? you know, it was basically, it was Mark Zuckerberg 
and these other people who run all these social media platforms getting to the point where they decided like, okay, we want to see if we can actually affect people's behavior. That it wasn't just about you finding friends or having things to talk about. They wanted to see if they could control the content of their pages. And they identified the 2018 midterm elections as something that they were going to see if they could have a direct impact on, which they did. I mean, because they controlled so much of what people could and could not see, uh, you know, they would just and all they would all they had to say. And you've, you've continued to see it through this president, these presidential campaigns. I mean, all they have to say is, oh, well, we ran this against our third party, che- you know, fact checkers and our fact checkers said that that's like only partially true or that that's a lie or whatever. So they, you know, and who are these 30 third party fact checkers? We have no idea who these people are, but they just they claim, oh, no, no, these people are unbiased. And, you know, they they said that that's not true. So in, in the eyes of, you know, in the eyes of Facebook or whoever, it's a lie. And or they just will refuse to share it at all. They'll actually have their, alg- the, you know, their algorithm lined up in such a way that the second that they see anybody try to share something that they believe is nefarious or, or, you know, is fake news. They're just like, well, we're not going to let people share that. So nobody can see it because we don't think that anybody should be sharing what we believe is fake news. Um, really interesting documentary though. The, uh, the other one though, that, uh, that I saw was really crazy, man, was sad, was sad hill unearthed. You remember sad hill, the, the sad hill cemetery. No. You remember what film that was from? No. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You remember the final scene Ah. in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, legendary film. I know some people are like, ah, whatever. I love Westerns, and it is definitely, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is is still recognized as Sergio Leone's masterpiece. Uh, You know, Italian director, the film. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. You know, dude, it's awesome. Uh, But uh, it was filmed in Spain. And there are people out there that are absolute good, the bad, and the ugly devotees. They are obsessed with this. And supposedly for years, people had been going around. They knew where the various locations in Spain were, where they had filmed the movie. But nobody had been able to find the location of the cemetery that is at the end of the film. And the documentary is about these people, these guys who went out there and they finally found it because it wasn't a real cemetery. It was actually, you know, it was just a prop that had been built by, you know, it was uh, General Franco back in the 1960s was still, you know, in charge of Spain. And he had allowed, it was like a thousand troops from the Spanish military to go and help with the making of this movie. So when you see the scene, the the big battle scene where they blow up the bridge at the end and it's like over this valley and, and you see the guys who are dressed up as Confederates and Union guys and, you know, whatever, this big battle scene, all those guys dressed up in those uniforms were actually soldiers from the Spanish military that they dressed up in these costumes as, as uh, what do they call them? 
like people who are in the movie that are in the background. No, Caballeros. Caballeros. You know what I mean. Oh, the people were there, like, you know, they're soldiers who basically are working as, as extras. That's the word I'm looking for. They're extras in the film. Um, extras, yeah. And they were talking all about how, like, when they made that scene and how they blew up the bridge that they had actually used guys from the military as, like, the guys who were in demolitions to blow up the bridge the right way. Um, anyway, when they built the cemetery that was the thing is that these guys from the army, they told them how they wanted it to look and everything. So they went down there and they dug the graves and they made the wooden headstones and all that stuff. So these guys go out there and they finally find where this was and it's all overgrown and everything. You can still sort of see the circular shape of the cemetery out there, just all, you know, plants, whatever bushes, but they actually went about this whole process of digging up the center of the cemetery, which was just like stone. And they got down to the stone from the original set. And then they, like they did this whole thing. They were like, well, how are we going to, if we're going to restore the cemetery, how are we going to actually get, be able to get enough people to come out here and erect 5,000 tombstones? I mean, there's just, how are we ever going to be able to do that? And they, they came up with this genius plan where basically yeah. you, if you were a fan, could buy a headstone, like buy a grave and have your name put on the headstone. Oh, that's cool. And they could use the funds from this, whatever. Oh, oh we got, we have somebody. We have a special guest. The number you one ladies fan and gentlemen, of the show, tech message of destiny. Joe Miller. Joe Miller. Hey. Hello, me. Hello, me. Meet the real me. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Well, we're we're knee deep in talking oh, wow. about the good, bad, the ugly. Yeah, yeah. The was, movie. Uh, I was telling uh, <laughs> telling JB about uh, this documentary that I that I I watched on my trip out to California about these fans basically discovering and restoring the original cemetery in Spain that uh, was the set of the last scene in the movie. So it was pretty wild, pretty wild documentary. I can't believe that there's people that dead this film. I mean, they're nutty about it. People traveling like from all over the world to go like dig up stones and stuff in a cemetery just to be part of it. It was pretty wild. So, oh, yeah. uh, so uh, congratulations to you. My good oh, friend you. on your uh, on your engagement. Let's all give uh, let's all give Joe a round of applause. Yeah, <laughs> the old ball, the old and, ball chain. and chain. Yes, indeed. So, uh, so have you set a date? That's that's I guess a good place to well, start. Honestly, um, not really. And I think a lot of that has to do with the whole you know COVID thing. We're just kind of you know neither one of us are in a rush. We're not going nowhere. Uh, it wasn't like, oh, we got to get engaged. You know, we didn't succumb to any kind of pressure. We just, uh, I mean, we've been together for coming up on three years here. So nice. Uh, we just, you know, I guess we put our kids first, you know, we got a blended family um, and we just kind of taking it one step at a time and getting ready to uh, retire uh, next summer. Whoa! So probably, probably going to wait until, you know, the whole transition piece gets settled in and then probably start setting something up. Yeah, no, that's wise. That is wise. Um, yeah, and and maybe if you're lucky, you know, I mean, maybe if you're lucky by uh, by summer, you know, COVID will be a thing of the past, no longer a part of our our new normal. 
Yeah, I sure hope so. <laughs> It'd be nice to be able to just go to the store and not have to worry about, I don't know. Yeah, and not be like restricted as an active duty member to travel, oh. based on, you know, based on, you know, the status, the COVID status of a state. Like, come on, you know, it's just, yeah. it's pretty yeah. rough. Like for me. They trust us with yeah. millions of dollars. Well, I understand why, you know, I get it. But at the same time, it's like when stuff <laughs> happens that unless it's someone in your immediate family, like mother or father, like it requires like general level approval. It depends on the state. Some states, it's no big deal, but. A lot of my family's in California, and I recently lost uh, both my grandparents, who, for the most part, raised me. And it was kind of upsetting to not be able to go. Um, but you know, um, they got their ashes, and uh, they're waiting for me to show up. So I'm still, yeah. still going to go do that piece. And it kind of is what it is. But you know, it, it's affected everybody in much worse ways than just not being able to travel to when someone passes. You know, so right. Yeah, that's the definitely the, the truth. That's definitely the truth. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean it's like you like you say, man. It's it's been that way all over the place, and you know it's it's pretty wild because you do have some of these. I mean, there's places you know, JB and I have talked about even that even up here in Maine. I oh, mean, yeah. once you travel outside of the lower third of the state, once you go mm-hmm. north of the of the the you know bottom third of the state, nobody north of that bottom third is wearing a mask. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, the, it's, it, it just, it's, well, yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> it's the tundra. It's the deep woods, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it, it, on, in the towns and stuff like that, it's just has, they haven't been affected in any way by this. So yeah. of course to them, they're just like, why would we be doing that? You know, it's, uh, we were just talking in the last episode about my little comment on Facebook about being at the airport and, you know, seeing a, a guy wearing a shield, a mask, gloves, and coveralls. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, you know, and I'm honestly thinking to myself, like, how is this dude in the same world as me? I don't you know. know. Is he sanitizing his shoulders? I mean, That's, come on. I don't know. I don't know. Those are all out in the open. That's kind of dangerous. Right, right. Drink, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, right. he's drinking, drinking the sanitizer. sanitizer. He's <laughs> using it for his deodorant. Hey, you know what? I heard if you drink a beer that's over five percent, then you're sanitizing your innards. That is smart. I always stick to like yeah. a seven point five beer, just to be safe. Yeah, that just is just to be smart. safe. That's why I've been then sticking then to vodka through this whole thing. Really. Yeah, I stick <laughs> with either uh, Jack Daniels or blended Scotch whiskey. Nice, nice. Yeah, you can't go wrong with either. You know, mm-hmm. and I. All right, so, so since yes. it's. Jimbo, you know Joe, obviously. Um, I need a I need a funny story about Jimbo that you can tell us, Joe. The funniest story you can remember about Jimbo. I don't know. All of a sudden, he Did went we dark. He went dark, as they say up north. He went dark. Weird, dark. Uh-huh. No, I don't. That was there. You go. Dark. He asked the question. He's like, I can't answer that question. I'm going dark. <laughs> He's, He's like, like no. Nope. I've I've taken a I've taken nope. a vow of silence in regards to not, anything that I might know allowed. about Jimbo. Okay, well, let's see. Okay, he just dropped. You never know. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's en route. Maybe he's commuting. The Russians. Well, I mean, everything. It could, everything have, it could have been the Russians. The you Russians. Know. I don't know. Every that's how it is these days. Okay, <laughs> I, was, I could hear you guys. Like, there he is. Um, all right. you couldn't hear me. I don't right, know what so, 
Nope, sure wasn't. I just, you you know, as soon as I left it, it was like, bye. (laughs) I did hear the question. All right, so. so uh, Yes, um, what I was saying, and then you guys started talking. I was like, I guess they can't hear me. I was just saying, I got to go through the catalog of events and try try to keep it. But, uh, you know, just a, a quick backstory. I mean, you know how you guys know how it is being active duty. I mean, you meet some of the best friends and people you've ever met in your life. And then you end up just, you know, being distanced due to orders and whatnot. Haven't really uh, seen Jimbo or Jen. I did have a, a conference up there in little Creek when he was up there and we did get to have some dinner. So that was like the last time I saw him. But before that, it was years. We were in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, we were neighbors. We shared a wall. Um, you know, our lanai was basically one big lanai, if you will. Um, so we had plenty of great times. Um, gosh. And that's, that's one of the things I said, you know, when I first started listening to the show is it just, it reminded me of just, it's not, not even the weekends, man, just like a weekday. It's a Tuesday, you know, work sucked, you know, let's have a few drinks and we'll just go kick it. And we all just kind of, you know, talk about life and have a good time. And that was like every day, you know, it was great. But uh, one, I guess, group setting thing that was hilarious. uh, I'm going to, I'll tell an individual story next, but one thing that we did as a group, and it was pretty much the, the group of folks we hung out with out there, was we came up with this thing where on the weekends, you know, we'd stay up. And, and a lot of times, I believe it was either Jim or Jen and I were usually the last folks standing um, when we had gatherings. Usually, like, I'm talking like 4 a.m., like, is that the sun? Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. maybe we should maybe we should pick up these costume items and uh, beer cans and bottles, maybe clean up a little bit before we hit the rack here. Uh, you know, yep. so, but it got to the point where, you know, beautiful, sunny Hawaii, we all love going to the beach and being outside, but in, in order to force ourselves to kind of stay, you know, get up and not sleep half the day away, uh, we, we came up with this, uh, a league, if you will. Um, we enjoyed playing volleyball very casually, not super competitive. Um, but we forced ourselves to get up in the morning and go play volleyball. And then it got to the point where we started doing it so much that we made T-shirts. And it was the uh, the Hangover Volleyball League. Um, it was awesome. I still have my shirt. It, uh, it's a little tighter than it used to be, but I still have my shirt. <laughs> and, uh, you know, th- there were so many times where we, did, we just had a blast. Um, but I think that one of the one of the funny things that I say I can recall um, – you know, I, I knew Jim was a musician and I knew he was into, you know, metal and thrashing and whatnot. But the first time he invited me out, I believe it was uh, someone was playing over in Honolulu, like just some little side gig at a bar. Um, God, I know his name. Why can't I say it? He was there every weekend with us. Uh, he was in a oh, band. Oh, uh, are we talking about Kevin Potts? Kevin Potts. I knew yeah. the name, but it was escaping me. I pulled up yeah. Jimbo Kevin. and a JB where I'm like, oh, I need to sit in the moment. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I remember going in. Uh, there was a few bands playing, but what was what was awesome yeah, was, you know, Jim obviously being a little bit older than me, we're in there and, and, and this band starts getting it. And Jim just starts throwing down in the mosh pit. Like, just all of a sudden it's just, you know, there's kind of like one or two dudes and they're like, okay, you know. They're, they're a little overly hype, you know, maybe, 
okay, those guys are, are, are kind of giving a little too all. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jimbo gets in there and starts getting it. And then before you know it, I mean, there was at least 25, 30 people in there thrashing around. Um, you know, I, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> was he wearing Doc Martens? <laughs> No, I yeah. did not. Well, he was I was not, probably he, wearing, he did not probably have the wearing proper like, PPE freaking... for the mosh pit. Yeah, I was probably wearing Crocs or something. <laughs> not I don't know. Docs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that was my first intro to Jim, and I was like, "This guy's legit." And then obviously, he's my neighbor. And uh, I mean, I can't really. It's hard to just say one individual event, but we we were real big into the costume parties. You know? Oh yeah, we, we like we... made excuses to have costume part like it didn't have to be a legitimate holiday it could be like all right next week 80s you know what i mean next week 70s you know i mean even like who does a costume christmas by the way so so this is what frustrates me about jimbo because all that went away when he moved here and i'm like i saw i see all these pictures of you fucking going out and having parties all the time and then like every time that he lived here i was like let's go do something where my well, see that now see this is the thing this is the thing is that we mm. when we were in hawaii we didn't really go out that often i mean that was a rarity we we went out probably as often as as we went out in virginia beach you know which was maybe once every few months or something we would go out but most of the social time that we had uh was like joe's saying most of the social time we had was at our place on base uh which is why the mp showed up every week um but uh you know the the thing about the thing about being there was that we you know like joe was saying we had like a lanai for people to hang out on we had a backyard we we were like my 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 it was like a uh fourplex you know like a row of townhouses and mine was on the end. So I had the whole yard and everything on the end. We had tons of space to, you know, to hang out and, and have a good time. And that was my biggest issue with uh, being in Virginia beach. Cause we were living in this apartment on the, essentially the third floor of this apartment building. And all we had was our little freaking balcony. You know, there was no place for us to stretch out and invite people over and that type of thing. Um, and like I say, it w- but it was, it was, it would, we, like Joe's saying, we honestly, we would at least once a month, we would come up with some theme that we were going to have. And it was like, like he said, I mean, we've still got photos of like the, like the seventies party and some of these costumes people would show up with, man. Oh my God. Cause people really got into it. I mean, people would be like, oh yeah, man. Like, you could, I mean, you'd have some people show up and they'd have like a sign on their chest, like, you know, disco or something. You're like, dude, you're lame. You know, th- like if you're going to show up, if you're going to do it, do it. And uh, yeah, some of these people, man, they freaking, they'd show up. And I remember uh, we had this one seventies party and I can't remember what the dude's name was, but he showed up dressed up as a 1970s high school gym coach, like gym teacher. And he had the perfect outfit. Yes. He had like the he had the, the the gym socks that got pulled all the way up to your knees with the stripes on them, and the and the little like tight little running shorts, and like the 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 Izod shirt, the collared shirt that's tucked into the shorts. I mean, it was like it was perfect, man. Uh, 
but I will tell you, I remember, uh, I remember one of the, one of the first times that, that I ever really hung out with Joe, he had, uh, he had, I think it was rock band or something on it, like his game system over at his place. And he had some people over and of course we live next door. So we went over there now, mind you, cause I mean, for folks who are, who are not in the military folks listening to the show, you know, usually when you live in, in military housing, it's sort of separated by rank. So you usually have housing that is like, you know, E5s and below. And then you have a section of housing that's like staff housing. It's E5s or E6s and above. You might have officer housing, you know, because the officers typically don't live around the enlisted people, whatever. And but in this particular housing, it was weird because it was all mixed up. I mean, it was enlisted housing. But this guy that lived, I was a staff sergeant when I was there. I think, Joe, when you first got there, you were a, star- a sergeant, right? Well, I think we lost Joe. Um, but he he was, Joe was, uh, he was still a sergeant. And the guy that lived right next to him, like on the other side of his townhouse, the dude who lived over there was like, he was like an, he was like an E9. Um, so anyway... Uh, and he, I remember this dude who was nine had, uh, he had one of those, it was like a, it's like a macaw or something. It was like this, yeah. like a, a giant freaking bird. You know, yeah. Like big, a $5,000 parrot. Yeah, exactly. It was, and he had this big old cage that was out, that was out back behind his place. And this thing eventually, dude, this is how much time we spent outside because this thing started calling to Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> this bird would be like, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer, (laughs) we were outside all the time, but we, I go over to Joe's place and he having this, having this party and people are playing rock band and you know, you got to have the person play the guitar and he had the little drum set thing set up. And so at first I'm like playing the drums and people are like, man, that's so cool. Like it almost looks like you're really playing the drums. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm a drummer, so they're like, oh, cool, man. You know, whatever. And if anybody, if folks listen to the show, some of you out there who are bit, who might be fans of Iron Maiden mm. know, know the song 666, The Number of the Beast. Yes. And this particular song, I decide that I'm going to sing lead <laughs> vocal on this rock band get together. And anybody who knows this song knows that when the song opens up and the vocals come in, <laughs> it's just this scream. I fucking nail this scream, dude. I, wow! You know, whatever. Dude, the guy next door <laughs> comes walking over and he's like, y'all think you can turn that down a little bit? Can you turn Jim down, please? Can you turn Jim down? That guy right there with the mic in his hand. Can you turn him down a little bit? Like, and the second he said that, I'm thinking, like, man, I nailed it. I, I, must, have, I must have nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. So yeah, there were there were dude, Hashtag there were tons it. of times like that. Uh, living in our our crazy little neighborhood, there we had a, we had a lot of we had a we had some neighborhood drama that always happens in base housing. Oh yeah, uh, you know we had uh, we had this crazy old bat that lived all the way down at the end, like in our, the first unit of our row. And she had this vendetta against particular people in the neighborhood. 
And at some point she came to the conclusion that she needed to have a vendetta against us. Mm-hmm. And so she, oh dude, well, she started calling, she started calling <laughs> the MPs, uh-huh. like yep. calling the base police all the time. I mean, these guys were showing up at my house when I wasn't even outside. I literally had them come to my house one night when I was in the house with Jennifer and the kids watching a movie. And they come up and knock on my door. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Well, we got a noise complaint. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) And I mean, to the point where we had to go to the base magistrate. We had to go to the base magistrate with with character references. Like people (laughs) in the neighborhood who had written letters saying like, we know the Wallaces. They're great parents. They're good people. They've never bothered us. You know, whatever. What a stack of these letters going in there and giving them to the base magistrate because they were going to kick us out of base housing because the cops were getting called all the time. And the thing is, is that we didn't officially know it was this woman because I knew we knew it was her because there had there were people who had been but in the neighborhood for longer than us who had seen her do this exact same thing to other people who had lived there. And they were like, dude, we know who it is. It's that woman in the house. She has a beef with you because she used to have a beef beef with this person and that person. And they moved away. So now you're her new target. Yep. Her and her cats don't like you. No, dude. It was crazy, man. Like, I remember going. We had to go. It was. No, dude. Well, she had. A, she had, They had like, like a 13-year-old kid that cats. lived under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, it was crazy. Like this they would Harry not let Potter. Their kids we have a Harry Potter house. situation. Um, they were the kind of people they they were the kind of people who like would put up a sign on Halloween on their door, basically telling people to go away because they didn't believe in Halloween and they weren't letting their kids trick or treat because they thought that it was like entertaining the devil or something. Yeah, and um, which was whatever. That's their you know that's yeah. their prerogative. But, uh, yeah, it was, it got crazy, man. And like, we ended up having to go talk to, what was it? Forest city was the company that managed all the base housing. And I'm in there with this guy trying to explain to him, like, I don't know what this is all about. Yes. We've had people over, we've socialized. We, you know, we met at a party every now and then, but she lives all the way down at the other end. Like we're not, we have nothing to do with them. And, uh, the beautiful thing about it was, and it was it was the base magistrate and Forest City who basically, I guess they had gone around interviewing people around the neighborhood. They were going door to door. And, oh, dude! They, I mean, it's it's Hawaii. I well, mean, they really had nothing to do. And I think really what it was is that they had gone around and they had started interviewing people, and some of those people who had lived there for much longer than us we're able to sort of explain to these investigators, like, you know, uh, you know, this woman has done this to other people who lived in this neighborhood. And so they were able to sort of put the, you know, put the dots together. I mean, it was just insane, insane stuff, man. Um, yeah. So it was, like I say, just, just absolutely crazy. And I was so glad to see them finally go. Unfortunately, it was, it really, for us, I mean, when we, when, you know, leaving there and, uh, you know, we went to, went to New York on recruiting duty 
And the housing we were living in there was former military housing. It wasn't officially military housing anymore. Um, and then moving to San Diego, I mean, we were really reluctant to move back into base housing just because of that experience. I was like, you know, how do you live in this? How do you live in this housing project, you know, in this area where people can just level these allegations against you anonymously and you have no way to defend yourself? That as far as these people in charge are concerned, if these people said you did it, it means you did right. it. And you're like, but don't you understand? I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleading with these people. Like, don't you understand how ripe for abuse that is? I mean, if I have no idea who you're talking about, then how am I supposed to? I mean, yeah. You're just going to take them at their word. And then what? I mean, I've got to a point where where they basically told us, like, you have 10 days. And if the MPs get called to your house one more time in the next 10 days, you guys are out. And for the next 10 days, I was like, I, I refused to even go outside. I mean, my, Jennifer would be like, oh, you know, let's go sit and, you know, let's sit out back and have a cigarette. And I'm like, I'm not going out there. I'm not going and sitting out there. And she's just looking at me like, are you crazy? Like, I'm not going to live in this house and have some, you know, some neighbor of ours, you know, put us in a position where we're afraid to even go outside. I mean, it was just absolutely nuts. Totally nuts. But uh, yeah, Joe was there for all of it. It seems he's uh, fallen off of our, our little feed here again. In the yeah, mean, it, yeah, recent it, it is YouTube Thursday. But it's YouTube Thursday. What do you have for us? You want me to go first? Okay, cool. Everybody, Joe's, Joe's back uh, in the program. Yeah, Dude, I heard the whole thing. No breaks. No skipping. No skipping. My mic goes out, and I have gig speed. Man, this is a, this is upsetting. Yeah. Um, so so as as Joe knows, it's YouTube Thursday. What's the last thing you watched on YouTube? <laughs> and uh, as as uh, probably most folks know, or anybody who checks out my personal page and some of the stuff that I've shared on uh, our Facebook page, I'm a big fan of Charlie Benante, um, drummer from Anthrax, the original drummer from Stormtroopers of Death. Uh, he's done a ton of stuff and he's incredibly talented. Uh, he's, you know, has his own coffee company. He's an incredible visual artist, does a lot of painting and stuff. I actually shared just recently a, uh, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but it was, a, you know, he was obviously a big Van Halen fan, loved Eddie Van Halen. And he did a painting and it's one of these things where you're using uh, the computer to color the, you know, color everything in with like, it's almost like a, like a like an airbrush kind of thing and it's amazing when you see him put this thing together because it's like you're watching him do it live um but he throughout this entire uh so-called pandemic has been doing a lot of work on uh youtube sharing all sorts of stuff with you know collaborating with with various artists i've shared some stuff before with him uh doing some work with uh mike Patton from uh mr bungle and faith no more uh he had done uh, speak spanish or die which was a play off his speak english or die from sod uh he had also done uh, funny vibe with uh uh what's his name uh cory glover uh lead singer from uh living color uh that was an amazing one he's done all sorts of this stuff and the last one that he actually just did was uh, it was what's it was a Soundgarden tune he did uh, 
he did uh, Rusty Cage. And he did this with members of Mastodon, Alice in Chains, um, the, uh, the new lead singer for Alice in Chains, who uh, had taken over after Lane Staley had died, uh, is the lead singer doing the vocal part, which, of course, you're talking Chris Cornell. It's pretty hard to step up to the bat with that. But they do an absolutely incredible job playing Rusty Cage, man. It's a great rendition of it. Um, I'll share it on the page, but it was definitely worth listening to. Definitely worth it. So, uh, what was your, what was your last thing, JB? My last one, and I've been really like Netflix. Oh yeah, addicted this to this. I've seen is it. called Drunk History. Yep. From from Com- Comedy Central, and they have it's there's one host and then he has all these other comedians and they, they literally get drunk and some of them get really fucked up. And then they tell these history stories. Well, you're like, okay, great. But they get actors to act out the telling of the story. So they're like, it, it, it could be Will Ferrell. Cause he's really? part of it. Jack blacks in it. The Jack black ones are amazing. Um, but it's like, so anyway, so Elvis wants to like is at this bar and he's he meets this guy who's like uh part of this uh special forces group that like he has a badge that can pull everyone and Elvis is like, Hey, uh, <laughs> uh you know, he burps and Jack Black has to burp. So anyways, uh sorry, uh what was the saying? Oh yeah, so Elvis wants to like I need that badge, dude. He's like, Well, you can't get this badge. So then he flies to to Nixon, and that's the whole thing is Nixon gives right, him this right, bag yeah. where Elvis can pull over anybody for any reason. But but that's one of the stories, but it's like these drunk people telling history stories, and it's stuff like about uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, you know, George Washington, uh, Hitler's, Hitler's <laughs> uh, a nephew that ended up coming over to the States. You know, defecting from Germany because he didn't want to be a part of that. Like it's it's amazing. <laughs> like, I'll I'll post one of my favorite ones, but it's fucking funny, dude. That is drunk awesome. history. I think I've seen what an a great two of it, and it's idea pretty funny. for it's a good. show. I mean, it's it doesn't rank up there quite next to uh, yeah. what is it? Uh, Ultimate Impractical Jokers. The, if, oh, you, you talk about if, uh, Impractical know, Jokers? That's a family favorite Dude, of ours. that show is ridiculous. Dude, it's oh, yeah. Insane. Oh, yeah. My boys well, are it's almost, all about It reminds me almost of, uh, of uh, Jerky Boys. Uh, it's like it's unbelievable how long they can keep yeah, some it's of a these live people version on of Jerky the Boys. Like, And these people just are going. Al- yeah. Yeah. And I they, think my like favorite ones are when they go to these people stores. that they're just shoppers or something. And you're like, how do you like, they're crazy. <laughs> they're like, they're th- oh my God. I've seen a couple episodes. They came pretty damn close. But they don't get their ass pretty damn too. close. I, I, dude, it's like the episode of the episode before <laughs> where freaking, uh, where the, they, they were in the buffet and they had to take food off of other people's plates at the buffet. <laughs> And see how long they could do this before somebody like caught on to them. <laughs> and one of them, I can't remember which one it was. There's this woman who's in line. She's there at the buffet grabbing her food. And he starts reaching over and grabbing the food off of her plate. And she's looking at him like, what the hell are you doing? She doesn't say anything. 
And uh, he sort of walks off and he goes and sits down. Well, she goes and sits down at her booth and tells her boyfriend <laughs> that there's this dude across the restaurant who was taking all the f- and dude, this guy gets pissed. Did you take my girl's like pot he sticker? gets. A- What's that? <laughs> I said, did you take my woman's pot sticker? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> dude, he seriously goes over to the table and he's like ready to kick his ass. You know what I mean? You're like, it's at that point they're just like, no, 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 time out, dude. You're like, just be cool, you know. Oh, my God. I'm just so surprised you don't see that more often on there. What do you got, Joe? What do you got for the last thing on YouTube? Uh, so for me, uh, my son, Liam, uh, of course, every, you know, 10, most, you know, adolescent children and or young teens all want to be YouTubers, of course, because that's the new thing. Um, but he started about a year ago, um, you know, and I've seen him grow yep. quite a bit and get, get better at it. He has some good editing software, a nice computer, a microphone, and uh you know, he does stuff, mostly video game stuff like Minecraft, um, maybe a little bit of Fortnite, but he's recently got into wrestling games. And some of these wrestling games, the newer ones now, they can, you know how they have like the MLB or NFL where you can kind of like be the coach or, you know, this one's basically like you kind of create your own thing and make your own matches and the storyline. And then you kind of, you know, he's basically the, the anchor you know, for, for the match. So his most recent one, he made one where he, he made a league called <laughs> LCW Liam championship wrestling. Um, okay. And he made, you know, the characters, their costumes, their moves, the whole, like what the arena looks like. And he just, he's really hilarious when he's announcing, you know, sometimes I forget he's only 10. Uh, right. So yeah, it's his own little YouTube channel. It's, it's nothing big or serious, but it's good for him. Cause I said, Hey, you know, if you're into that, you get it at a young age, you have the opportunity to learn it. It could go somewhere someday. I was like, just keep it as a hobby, but he's pretty funny. And it, it's, that's the last thing I watched was his, his latest episode. That is pretty cool. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool, man. Nice, man. Yeah. One day. Yeah, Maybe someday exactly. We'll that would be totally cool. We'll actually do that. Be like a zoom call and it'd be like, Oh, we needed pants. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like the random stand up line. Now. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Sorry. Stand up. Stand up. Totally awesome. Well, listen, Joe. Totally awesome that you joined us on the show today, man. I've been. We've been meaning forever to to send out the uh, send out the text messages of Destiny to. Oh, I'm excited. Absolutely. Oh, I listen to all of them. I'm telling you, man. It's uh, and thanks for it's a good time. It's listening. fun. And like I said, I I got about a just under a half hour drive to work. So one episode is pretty much like, Oh, awesome. It's Monday. You know, I can listen to it until the end of Wednesday and it's usually done by then. And then, uh, you know, then Thursday drops. Yes. So when it's a day, I'm the one going like, where the hell's the episode, man? What's going on? (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. You got it. Uh, It it was, it was pretty good. I mean, I think I know that I can tell that I've never met Andy in person, um, but I could tell the difference (laughs) just because I, you know, spent a lot of time with Jim, but yeah, they're so, it's almost like a different version of like, Oh shit, Jim's got a cold. Uh, you know, (laughs) it's hard to tell, but I think he did a great job. I mean, it was, it was good. Uh, It was, it was different, you know, uh, they're similar in their ways, but, uh, I thought it was a great show. And and by the way, so just to recap, yeah. Jonathan Perry, my future nephew. Holy mom, mackerel, dude! That's awesome. Over a thousand people 
at their haunted house. That is crazy. Well, so much for thousands. Of yeah, they scared the virus right off. No worries. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And it was great. You're like, you know, something that, awesome. that they put on for free for the community. And yeah, there, there's a lot. I'll, I'll post a video of like, that night Dude, that, that would be cool fans that, that would be very videos. cool like yeah we had a all right cool time. well for oh, folks who are out awesome. there listening to the show thanks for tuning in remember so, tell your family tell your friends just a couple guys don't know anything about anything talking about everything so uh monday it'll be new music monday we'll see if we can conjure something else up for you and uh, everybody have a great weekend take care later <laughs>